Are you ready to grow your business by building relationships online and offline? Are you looking for a system to attract new prospects and nurture your past clients? Maybe you're a business owner, a sales professional, or an entrepreneur. If you are, then great. Join me, Janice Porter, as we blast past your barriers to success and explore the power of relationships for your business. And welcome to the Relationships Rule podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Relationships Rule. My guest this week is Amy Shadroff. Welcome to the show, Amy. Thank you, Janice, for having me. My pleasure. Amy is uh, one of, uh, from what I understand, because I don't live there, but one of the most recognizable um, on-air personalities and has the most recognizable laugh in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. One of them, at least. (laughs) (laughs) She's been an award-winning radio host in North Texas for 20 years. Wow, that's amazing. First, you were in news, correct? I was in news for a very long time, and then I made the switch to being a show host. To be a morning morning show host. Yeah. So you're the morning show host with your partner, Dave, Dave and Amy on Mm -hmm. 570 KLIF. 570 KLIF in Dallas. Yes. KLIF in Dallas. Okay. And um, I'm going to stop there for a minute because um, I was thinking when I was going to be talking to you, I'm going to interview a radio talk show host who does nothing but ask questions of people that <laughs> so I'm like oh my goodness how am I going to do this because it's it's like I started to have this vision of you on the radio show that you have a I don't know what they call it in your business but I know there's like I, I picture a um uh, a binder that the producer has and they're all segmented and in, in, into what you're doing in each segment of the show and that you have you know, you have to keep a strict time frame on what you do, but you have some um, leeway as to how you do it. Am I right or wrong? Well, you're partly right. Okay. Uh, we do have strict time restraints. Um, sure. Some of our segments are shorter than others. They can range from uh, the new segment, which is four and a half to five minutes to a talk segment that may be three to eight minutes, depending on where we are in the hour. Okay. Uh, we don't have a binder from our producer. <laughs> we, <Okay>. do have, <laughs> we do have a rundown from our producer, which um, kind of has each segment listed out and which stories we're going to do in each segment. But we really keep everything in our computer, in the program that we use, in the news program that we use. And that's what we follow as we move through the morning. And that's all stuff that my co-host and I have um, found the night before, because we do a lot of research the night before. And then we we call it working it up for that morning so we can discuss it. We highlight the interesting parts. We talk about it off the air. So we know maybe uh, how to start and how to get out of a segment, because that's very important is how to start oh. it. Because yeah. you want to make it interesting for the listener. And then also you need to know where you're going to get out of it as well. So you can move on to the next segment. So you know that I'm a LinkedIn trainer and I talk about um, when I'm crafting a LinkedIn uh, a summary or about section for a client, I always say you want to start with a hook. And I'm right. That's exactly what you're talking about. Is that is exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Although you would have a lot more experience at it than I do. So I, I'm just fascinated because, um, you know, I've listened to, um, I listen to talk radio. I have over mm-hmm. the years and now I listen to podcasts a lot of the time and similar, 
but not the live feature, obviously. So before I get into your new world, I just wanted to ask a few questions about sure. the radio world. World. So is it less stressful or more stressful dealing with um, a partner and doing, you know, um, human interest and in, as well as some news than doing all that news that you did? You were a news anchor, right? Yes. Um, I like it better because we cover a lot more topics and uh, my co-anchor and I get along really well. He's, um, gosh, he's almost 20 years older than I am. And yet we have so much fun and a lot in common and we learn a lot from each other. We don't always agree a lot of times different perspectives, right? Yeah. A lot of times we do agree, but sometimes we don't. And other times uh, we listen to each other's perspective and then I may change my mind and say, you know what, Dave, you were right. I was wrong at the beginning. And then I have a, you know, a new, a new way of thinking about something that we've been talking about. We have a lot of fun. We have a lot of laughs. We do a lot of, you know, horrible stories because there's just a lot of horrible news that's going on right now. We do a lot of tough stories, but we do a lot of talkers and that's stuff that people would be interested in and finding out more information about. And that's what we really love to do because we get to sort of get into the, the, the weeds, so to speak of some of those stories. Can you give me an example of one of those stories that was most uh, an example of one of those stories I'm trying to think from this morning unfortunately a lot of times we do so much stuff that when I get off the air um, I don't even remember what we did isn't yeah. that weird no because I understand so that was tough to ask me that I understand because we do so many things let's just like I could read the weather all day long and then I ask my husband is yeah. it gonna rain today <laughs> That's really brilliant um so um Oh, that, my my next question went out of out of my head because okay, so um, oh, do you have callers call in on your show? No, we don't. No, we okay, don't. so it's none of that. So you're on the air the whole time. Okay, so um, I do know I read somewhere that your daughter went into the family business. Yes, I yes, a reporter as well, right? Or, yes, uh, he's a political reporter for the CBS affiliate in Dallas, and our younger daughter yeah. um, is uh, now a sports anchor reporter in Tucson, Arizona. This is her yeah. second job. So, yes, yeah. she went in the family business, and our younger daughter wanted nothing to do with it, and is a sophomore or going to be a junior at the University of Arizona, and she's studying education. So she Good doesn't want any part of the family business. But we need good teachers. So it's. Oh, yeah. And she is so good with the kids. It's oh. unbelievable. She's going to be an awesome teacher. That was my first life. I was a teacher. Oh, yeah. 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 But um, I think it's important that we still have good people going into teaching. But I love that your daughter uh, is and she she wanted sports, right? She wanted. Oh, yeah. Sports. Oh, yeah. She wanted sports. She went to Syracuse. She went to Newhouse School, just like my husband and I did and just has a passion for everything football. I mean, all sports, but she loves football, both college and professional. Well, there's big space out there. I just saw Aaron Andrews just had a baby. Oh yeah. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So um, you are embarking or have just embarked on a new side gig, new career, whatever you want to call it. I know that the radio show probably takes up a lot of your time. I know it's early morning, but you said that you do research it as well later in the day, correct? So you're yeah, we do. I do usually around four or five o'clock. We do our research because that's when most of the stories 
um, that would be pertinent for the next morning have cleared. I mean, sometimes there's breaking news overnight, yeah. but usually by four or five, five o'clock, we can kind of figure out what we want to do for the next morning. So that's the time that I spend there. But both my kids are out of the house. So I really have between 10 a.m. and 4 or 5 p.m. to do whatever I want. So I started helping business owners and other clients get their stories out and tell their stories because I am a storyteller. And that's what I've done on the radio for 35 years. And I'm really uh, a quick study at learning someone's business and be able to digest that information and then come up with their story, the business owner's story. Uh, there are so many stories. There are customer stories, there are employees' stories, mm-hmm. and a lot of people have trouble nailing that down. And that's what I, that's one of the things that I'm here to do in addition to writing and content creation. So um, those things make me think of, okay, you, you're a copywriter, a copywriter mm-hmm. for someone's having their website done and, and they Correct. need the copy done. So that's where it fits in. Or maybe they're they need their um their their LinkedIn profile written or they need their um, their bio written for bio. their website. Yeah. Uh, or the exactly. about us section for their website. Or, you know, I do a lot of ghostwriting for um some medical writing companies where I would actually write the doctor's website and the intense medical information. So I do that. Does um, not sound sexy to me. <laughs> <laughs> I do writing for uh, attorneys. Uh-huh. Um, so basically anything that has to be written, yeah. I can do. So what's your favorite part of that? How did you see, like, because you could love writing and still not want to do it as a business. So how did you see that it was something that would excite you to do? Well, I enjoy it. I enjoy the challenge of crafting something. I enjoy getting something down on, I would say on the page, but I do it, I type on my computer and, and moving it around. Yeah. It's like a puzzle to me Okay, and it's fun. And I especially love the bios because I get to interview the people first. That's a big thing for me. I don't just take, you know, your resume or your LinkedIn profile and do it from that. I actually set up an appointment with you and interview you. And I'm going to ask you questions that you probably have never been asked before, because that's just me. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm very inquisitive. And I love asking people things. And I'm going to draw things out of people, and then be able to craft their bio. And they just come out wonderful. And I really, I really enjoy that part of it. I've been having a lot of fun with that. Oh, that's good. That's good. Because I love talking to people and pulling things out of them. And quite often, I hear people say to me, um, that was really intuitive. I, how did you even think that? But see, I couldn't put it in writing. I would just like to talk to them about it. That's mm-hmm. why I podcast and not writing a book. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I have a book in me. You know, I, I really don't, uh, especially a biography. Oh, I don't think so. But I, I like I'm really good at writing in other people's voices too. like blogs. I can write in other people's uh, tone of voice. And uh, that's hard to do. It is very hard to do. Um, very hard to do, I have to say. Um, so, uh, wait, what was I going to say? Um, something you said made me go off, and then I. Um, Don't a voice. So, Amy, you talked about you didn't think you had a book in you, but I bet with all the stories that you've heard over the years and the the 
um, experiences that you've had being on the radio Mm -hmm. that and you and you have probably a great sense of humor that's what I'm sensing already from you that I bet you've got a book in you that even yeah I have a few stories my favorite story uh can I tell you my favorite story yeah was when I was working in Orlando Florida and I was the midday anchor for the AM station but I did morning news and I was sort of the co-host of the country music station before I went to do my midday news on the AM station. And there was a time we didn't have a permanent host. So we would bring in all these country music stars. Mm -hmm. So I met, you name it, I've met them. I've done a show with them. I mean, from Brad Paisley to, I don't even, I can't even remember them all um, that I've co-hosted with. So one of the big co-hosts who came in was Kenny Rogers. Yes. And uh, he's since passed away, obviously. But this was 20, I want to say it was 20 years ago. Um, and he came in and he's such a sh- he was such a short man because I, I expected he was going to be much taller than he was. And it was after he had had his plastic surgery. So, of course, he oh. looked a lot different than he did before that time. And so we hosted the show with him. And for some reason, I asked him to sing Isle- Island in the Sky you know, the islands, islands in the stream. Uh, Thank you. That he sang with um, Dolly Parton. And he he's wrote like, it with her. He wrote yeah, it. And, yeah. And he's like, come sing with me. So I start singing with him and forget the words. Okay. And I was so embarrassed. <laughs> well, that was putting you on the spot though. Wow. Yeah, and then, and then he signed, he was promoting uh, a book that he had at the time. And I still have the book. And, um, he signed it. And he said, dear Amy, always remember our song, Kenny Rogers, you know, and he signed it. And it was funny because I was looking through some stuff a few weeks ago and I found it and it just, you know, Aww. reminded me of that memory. But that was one of the fun stories of, yeah, of someone was- really famous that I met and had a great interaction with. So you've been around the country in different um, markets, correct? You have. Yes. Yeah. So how long have you been in Dallas? Uh, 20 years. Oh, you've been there 20 years. Because mm-hmm. I know here there was, um, in fact, he just died, actually. Um, was There was this disc jockey who kind of was, when I was a kid, and he, you know, worked, moved his way all the way up. Um, just that. Um, uh, through all the ages, like I think he's, he was the young DJ that introduced the Beatles when they came to Vancouver and that right. he was all the way through. And he, he was a, a legend in his time, mm-hmm. basically here. And um, there's not that many that have a long career in one place and, you know, different stations and whatever, as the markets have changed, but um, it's pretty special to, to 20 years in one one market, I would think. Yeah, that's really unusual these days. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of people on the other AM station where I work at who have been there 30 years, 40 years, really? a long time. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But people move around a lot, especially in TV. And my husband's been in TV here 20 years too. So that's yeah. that's rare. Yeah. And well, they're not the kind of jobs where you get like a month's notice either, do you? You're like, you're here today, gone tomorrow. Well, it depends on your contract situation and things okay, like that. Okay, but yeah. okay. So I'm being a bit naive around that. So <laughs> with your storytelling um, gift, which which is evident, um, what's your who's your most 
um, wanted client? Who do you love to work with? What like is it an industry? Is it a is it male versus female? Is it young versus old? Is it the lawyers and the doctors, or is it the creative people? Or do you you know do you have a favorite? It's it's really I love working one on one with people, okay. and I love that moment that someone says to me, "Oh my gosh, how do you do that?" How do you pull my story out of me and figure that out? I'm too close to it. A lot of times you're just too close to your own story. So you can't sure. see it. It's mm -hmm. staring you in the face mm -hmm. and um, you're, you're just too close to it. And it takes an outsider, someone mm -hmm. like me mm -hmm. to be able to come in and talk to you and discuss with you and figure out what your story should be and then figure out what your talking point should be and how you should organize it all. And how you should put it on your website, how you should put it on social media. And if you, you know, are invited to do a radio show or a TV show, how you should sell yourself in that medium. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Because how is it different? So is it different on radio than um, something that's in print, obviously? But it is. It is. It is. It's very different. As I talked about earlier. Is it I'm sorry? Is it about not burying the lead as I talked about earlier? <laughs> well, it's that too. But in, in radio, you may have a three or four minute interview and there's no video. It's all audio. A lot of times when you call in to a radio show, it's a different experience because you have to listen over the phone. And that's, a, that's hard for some people uh, to concentrate versus being in studio. That's a different experience too. Mm -hmm. Also being on television is a different experience. You know, you need to know where to look and, and you need to dress correctly. And you may have a longer time to discuss topics on TV than you do on the radio. And then in a podcast, something like this is so different than radio because it's so much more long form and you can go into much more detail than you can on the radio where you have to be very brief and make your points quickly. Mm -hmm. So I've actually had a, a, a few people on my podcast who talk about story in different ways. Um, the thing today seems to be um, not just so much telling your own stories, but being able to tell stories as part of your content on social media. Have you come across that? Do you work with people on that at all? Yeah, because you have customer stories, uh, yes. people that interact with your product. Uh, your product um, tells a story too, right? Mm -hmm. in, in many ways. And so you can develop a story around your product. You have employee stories. And those are wonderful stories of, you know, why does someone work for you? Um, a lot of times there's a backstory. Mm -hmm. uh, why someone works for you or how long they've been, they've been there. The stories are really endless that people can use. And once you create those stories, maybe through the written word or audio or video, then you can cut those up and use them endlessly on your social media and your various platforms. Okay. So I'm just starting. I'm actually just getting that because I um, I finally have a rhythm with my um, email newsletter that I'm sending out to my list. And I'm trying very hard to think of a story to put in each week, but it doesn't come naturally to me. And so what advice would you have? So for example, um, I was so proud of myself because I was able to, to, take a story a couple of weeks ago mm -hmm. of an experience that I had with my little granddaughter where we took her down to the park and she 
wanted to go to the swings and the slides, but on the way there was this huge mound of sand in the parking lot. Well, she couldn't resist that because right. she loves to climb and play in dirt and whatever. And so beeline for the pile of sand mm-hmm. and off she was for another 20 minutes playing there. And I, I likened that, um, finally told that story and then likened it to a business um, piece around um, being in the moment and going with the flow kind of thing, rather than just having to do what you set out That's to do. Perfect. But I don't do that often enough. And like, what, what kind of things do you have to open up in your mind to be able to do those things? Do you know what I'm saying? I think you need to be open up to the fact that, and I always like to say that life for me is show prep. Okay. Meaning I go about my everyday sure. life, yes. but every, every experience that I have in the back of my mind, I think to myself, is this a usable moment for me on the air? Mm-hmm. And you can do a similar thing and say, is this a usable moment for me? And how can I connect it to something in my business and turn it into a story for my newsletter? Yeah. Because I- we pass so many stories, hundreds of stories every single day, and you don't even know it. Because you're not to it and you're not aware to it. And once you start developing awareness to that, um, I should write them down when they when write they... them down, keep a yeah. notebook with you, write them down. Like the experience that you had with your granddaughter. I mean, that is perfect. Yeah, that it was perfect. I was, I was pretty proud of myself because it <laughs> made it, you know, it worked. And in right. fact, I had had um, a, a young man on my show who saw it who that's what he teaches people and he and he critiqued me on it and it was great because um it, it was it was a good example and now I just have to do those more often but I he, use examples all the time on our on our radio show of things that happen to me throughout the day and so does my co-host whether it's at the grocery store or picking up the kids or yeah. whatever has happened over the years and they turn out to be the best bits because a lot of people can relate to them because they've had similar experiences. Yeah. And it's, but when they come to you naturally, when you're on the air, that's, that's brilliant too. Like mm-hmm. and be able to draw from those things. And I suppose, is it easier when you're working with a partner or harder? Because I would imagine that would feed, you would feed each other. I think it's easier because we feed off oh. of each other. Oh. And um, my partner and I have been working together for 11 years. So we can kind of, we know each other's cadences and we know when one of us can start talking and the other one needs to stop talking. And sometimes we talk over each other, but that's a normal conversation. A lot of times, (laughs) a lot of times people talk over each other, right? So it's okay. I used to have, we used to have um, some people that would critique us and say, well, you're talking over each other, but that's part of that's part of life and part of a conversation. So I, I think that's natural and I, I think it makes us more real. And that's what we're all about is being authentic. I love that word. I'm totally that way. Exactly. So speaking of being authentic, actually, I wanted to ask this question, which I don't know if I have the, I don't know if you can answer this question or whether you would answer this question. Okay. And it's not even about you. It's about, um, I thought about, your husband, you said, is a political reporter, mm-hmm. correct? On correct. a uh, TV channel, CBS mm-hmm. channel. When you are reporting on a certain station, whether it's radio or television, do you have to have the same views as that station? No. I mean, he when he's a political reporter. So to him, when people don't know 
where he stands on an issue, then he's done his job. Okay. Okay. So he's that- middle, he's middle of the road and he talks to both sides. Got it. Okay. And you know, he is very old school that way. And when I was doing news, I'm old school that way too. I'm a little different now where I'm more of a host and I can give more of my opinions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's sometimes they're, they, they lean more conservative and sometimes they leave more democratic. I mean, you know, it's just like anything else. I was just curious because, you know, we know with the big, the, the big, um, cable networks like right, you know with fox and cnn yeah, yeah, and you know where msnbc are yeah. coming from yeah. but i think it's different at the local level i do too the I local level that. isn't really like that okay okay very cool so what would you say um is your can you think of the most um exciting experience or life-changing experience you had on radio Life-changing. Wow. (laughs) Like for someone you really had always wanted to meet and it happened or. See, I'm not a big, like, I don't, stars don't, I don't know. You're not starstruck. I'm not starstruck. And I've interviewed so many people. That's why you're not starstruck. I like that. I mean, like Barbara Walters and Diane Sawyer yes. and Dan Rather. And I think mean, all those people I've interviewed and then presidents I've, I've interviewed Jimmy Carter and I'm trying to think. So when uh, you're doing those interviews, you're going to tell me there was no sense of awe or, um, or... maybe with maybe with uh, Barbara Walters and Diane yeah. Sawyer yeah. because they were news Newsing. people. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, a little bit of that. And maybe I'm a little nervous, you know, but um, I always try to have fun with it and do my research ahead of time. Yeah. So I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I, I remember back in um, when my um, parents lived in California and um, they lived right in the heart of Beverly Hills and, mm-hmm. and you couldn't go out on the street without somebody that you recognized walking by. And I remember back in those days being very cool about it and not being starstruck because they're just people. They're just people just like, you know, and, um, and to respect that of people, but there were the odd, there was the odd time when I go, Oh my God, Oh my God, there's John Travolta. Like, you know, back in the day when I was right heart throbbing or whatever, but, um, <laughs> but you know what, I, I get it. And so that's wonderful that, but to have interviewed some of those people though, that's pretty cool. Like when you're interviewing one of the best interviewers in the world, what do you say to them? How do you, what do you ask them? Right. It's a little nerve wracking sometimes. Yeah. A lot yeah. of times they come on and they're promoting something. They're promoting a show or they're promoting a book. I've talked to Katie Couric. She was promoting her book. Um, trying to think of some of the other people that I've talked to who are promoting books. Um, um, one of the, the Judd, not Winona Judd, but who's the, who's the daughter? Um, is it Winona? Um, Ashley, the Ashley, Winona's the, the older daughter. Yeah. Uh, Winona. Yeah. I talked to her. I think I've talked to Ashley too. And a, and a whole bunch of country stars. I mean, yeah, of course, from what years. you said, that's so fun. So um, if someone's coming to, um, work with you on their story. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say? Like, do they need to bring, is it usually for their, for their, um, uh, their website or their book that they're writing the beginning of their book or something like that? 
Uh, it can be for the beginning of a book. It could be um, they need they need the pitch for their book because they don't know how to pitch it to the oh, media. Okay. Yeah. Um, it could be the story for your website because a lot of a lot of websites have the about us section. And if you look through companies about us sections, a lot of times there's stories of how the company was created, the story of the founders, mm -hmm. um, and almost uh, picture essays you know, with pictures or maybe video and, hmm. you know, there's, there's so many different ways that you can do it. Um, so you like to play pickleball? I do. I, I wish that it started before I wrecked my knee because I think I would love playing pickleball. I haven't played in a few weeks because it's been so hot over a hundred degrees here and there's an inside court, but I haven't gone yet. And we have an outside court in our development. Yeah. Uh, and also in the, in the summer, they play at like seven in the morning and I'm on the radio. So I can't oh. play. Although I did get the email today that they were, it was raining this morning. So the ladies, we had this group me chat uh -huh. and the ladies were going to play it at like four o'clock. So maybe I can uh, oh. head out there at four and play a little, but it's fun. And I'm not a truly athletic person. Yeah, I fun. honestly, I, I do not like to play tennis, uh -huh. but I'm a good um, ping pong player. And it's a cross between ping pong, tennis, and badminton. And so um, I've just, I've taken a liking to it and it's a great social activity. And I've met a, non, a lot of nice ladies and gents playing and it's been fun. That's great. That's awesome. Um, so I like to ask my guests a couple of questions off the, off the, the topic. And one of them is, do you mostly now, are you a reader, a listener, or a viewer? So do you read books, like real books? Do you listen to books or podcasts? Or do you watch videos mostly or TV? I am part of a book club in my neighborhood. So oh. I, I don't read as much as I used to read, but I'm part of the book club now. So I'm reading a book a month. So I, I feel like I'm getting back into that. So that's good. Uh -huh. um, I, I watch a lot of Netflix, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I don't watch regular TV. I only watch Netflix or uh, Amazon Prime or something like that. Yeah. And uh, I do not consume podcasts. I, I'm really sort of quirky that way. And I don't know why, but I've never got into it. And maybe it's because I'm on the radio. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when you've talked for four hours a day, then you come home and a lot of times don't feel like talking. And that's hard for people to understand. But, but you're not talking, you're listening. On the radio? No, I, oh yeah, no, but I'm just talking in general, yeah, even, yeah. you know, yeah, but it, I feel like it takes too long to get to the point and I'm so used to getting to the point faster mm, Okay, that I think that's why it's, it bores me a little bit, which well, is Well, I guess, you know, it's, it's quite a fascinating field because it's growing so quickly. I mean, it is, it is, right? but there's, there's real crime, there's stories, there's, mm -hmm interviews. There's so many different types of podcasts. There's business, there's pleasure. And I've started branching out a little bit and I've been listening to, um, well, I, I listened to a story on serial, I think it was called mm -hmm. um, one time a couple of years ago, that was fascinating. It was like an old radio show with the sound effects. And yeah. And there are a lot of good show podcasts yeah. like that. Yes, there are. This was called um, S town. It was about a murder in Alabama or Arkansas or somewhere mm -hmm. a reporter from New York had been phoned to come down and help solve this. And it was a true story, but it was fascinating because the way it was told, it was really good. But then I've been listening to um, 
a lot of celebrities doing podcasts now because I'm finding that they are naturals at it and there's a lot of them doing them. And the one right. that I'm listening to is um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, I love her. Yeah. Or you'll love her podcast. It's called Wiser Than Me. I really need to start listening to more podcasts. <laughs> well, she's hilarious. And she interviews women who are all older and wiser than her. Oh, yeah. Carol Burnett, Jane Fonda. Oh, wow. Interesting yeah. people. Isabella Allende, um, Amy Tan, who wrote The Joy Luck. Mm -hmm. All of these people. And her format's really interesting, too. So if you ever want to. Yeah, she's funny. So funny. But she's got a potty mouth, too. And. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've been listening to one now called um, Smartless uh -huh. with Jason Bateman, Will. Oh, Arnett, I love him. Yeah. And Sean Hayes. And they, I'm laughing in the car. I'm laughing the entire right. time in the right. car. So those are the kind I've been listening to. And then, um, you know, there's just so many options out there. So I just mm -hmm. thought I was curious. So yeah. being curious, that's the other thing. And um, the last thing I want to ask you of my curiosity, that's my favorite word, curiosity. So I like to ask my, my guests, do you think that curiosity is innate or learned? And then part two, what are you most curious about today? I think that there are some people that are more curious than other people. Um, but I think you probably can learn to be more curious, just like you can learn to do anything. Um, you just have to be more open in your mind to the experiences that you have. Um, I just have a natural curiosity. I'm, I, I'm fascinated by people's lives. I always have been fascinated by people's lives, which is why I like to interview people. And I, I'm weird and I read obituaries. Oh, I read obituaries too. Because I love to find out about people's yes. lives. So I'll yes. just read the obituaries. I mean, it's, it seems a little odd, but I, I enjoy that. I enjoy reading about people's lives. And I love biographies and autobiographies. Say, do you read biographies? Yeah. That mm -hmm. yeah I, I really enjoy that. So one you've read that, that sticks out? It's been a while since I've, I've, I'm reading mostly fiction in my reading group now, mm. but um Oh, just of all the stars I've read, you know, all the, the Dan Rathers of the world. I've read all those books, Okay, okay. you know, um, what are you reading in your book club right now? We're off for the month. So nothing. <laughs> so I got to look at the list and see what we're doing next month. I haven't looked yet. Okay. But right. we've actually read a lot of interesting things and I'm, I'm terrible at remembering names of names of books, but it's really stretched my, um, my brain because they're things that I never would read. And most of them I've enjoyed. There was one of them I didn't enjoy, but most of them I've really, really enjoyed. Well, that's good because otherwise to me, that would be a waste of time. Mm. I haven't been in a book club for years, but I can't read that fast anymore. I'm trying I'm to terrible read at names for people, remembering names of people and remembering book names. I don't know why. Well, I'm reading our friend's book right now. Um, Alla. Oh yeah. I just read her book. Yeah. I'm just in the middle of it too. Mm -hmm. um, and so um excited about that. So last words for my audience in terms of storytelling, your um, one major piece of advice, perhaps about helping people write their stories and then also how can they find you? Um, well, everyone has a story. They just need to, you know, find it and ask. And if you're trying to find your own story, um, Sometimes it's good to ask 
a family member, a friend, and say, well, you know, what do you like about me? Or what do you like about my business? Or what's different? How do why how is my business different than somebody else's business? How does it stand out? Because you're too close to it. But if you have a friend or a neighbor or someone who's not as close to it, um, try to figure that out. Oftentimes you can find your story. That's right yeah. there. When you also, sorry, go ahead. go ahead. When you see it from that other person's perspective. Mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. it's, it's just like people, people have trouble writing about themselves. Yeah. Um, like if someone says, you know, write a bio, everyone freezes. I can't write a bio about myself. And that's another good tip is talk to, you know, a spouse or talk to a friend and say, well, how do you see me? Mm -hmm. And then write down some ideas and then go from there. Yeah, definitely. And sometimes I'm afraid to ask somebody what they think <laughs> because it's going to be completely different, but no, I'm just teasing. That's great. Um, so thank you. Uh, how can my client, thank you. How can my audience find you? Um, I'm on LinkedIn okay. um, under my name, Amy, yeah. and I'll spell it C-H-O-D-R-O-F-F -F, as in Frank. That's Shadroff. That's how it's pronounced. Yeah. Um, that's the best way to, to reach out to me on okay. LinkedIn. Perfect. Um, and if they're in the Dallas Fort Worth area, they're going to tune in to um, Radio 570 KLIF, correct? Yeah, or 96.3 FM HT2, or anyone can listen online anywhere in the world at KLIF.com, 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Oh, wow. Yes, of course. The world has changed so much. <laughs> and it's and it's DFW's Morning News with Dave and Amy. Awesome. And do you want to sign us off? Do I want to sign us off? Um, well, thank you so much, Janice, for having us. It's been <laughs> such a pleasure and so much fun. And you're a delight. And I wish I could interview you. Can, can we turn the tables here for a little bit? <laughs> Maybe next time. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Maybe on another podcast. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here. And thanks to my audience for listening as usual. Please um, check Amy's uh, LinkedIn profile out and see if she can help you with your story. Remember to stay connected and be remembered. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If this show has inspired you to reach out to connect to someone new or nurture a current or past relationship, and you think that others can benefit from listening, please share this episode. If you have feedback or questions about the episode, please leave a note in the comment sections below. If you would like to receive automatic updates of new podcast episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or from the podcast app on your mobile device. Ratings and reviews from my listeners are extremely valuable to me and greatly appreciated. They help the podcast rank higher on iTunes, which exposes my show to more awesome listeners like you. So if you have a minute, please leave an honest review on iTunes. And remember to stay connected and be remembered.